0: And she was just so sweet to me. And she's like, listen, you can do hard things. You can do this.
1: Hi, girls. Welcome
0: back to the Good
1: Mood Tuesday podcast. It has been a month and we missed you guys. Um, But we're back and Tuesdays are brighter and better again. And if for some reason it's your first time listening, my name is Anna. And I'm Nicole. And... We are the hosts of the Good Mood Tuesday podcast, and I um, this episode has been long anticipated, <laughs> <laughs> nine months to be exact. I have been waiting and waiting for us to be able to release this, um, you know, Nicole's tell-all of her birth story.
0: <laughs> Maybe not tell-all. I don't know if um, I will be sharing every single yeah. detail, but I'm going to Maybe share not. Enough. I'm gonna share enough that you can kind of like get the gist and like feel okay. like you were there slightly if you wanted to be there <laughs> yeah don't know how many people would have actually loved to be there, but it was an exciting time it's been it definitely has been four weeks because we kind of put like the podcast on hold when I was thirty eight weeks just because I was feeling she very was going pregnant. through it I was going through it I was feeling Very miserable, (laughs) miserably big and just very, very uncomfortable starting at like 38 weeks. So we're like, you know what? We're just going to start. We're just going to take our break now. And now I am two weeks postpartum. Um, our second baby boy, Andrew Banks Atkinson was born on October the 6th. And I actually went back and looked and we did like, a um, we posted on our Instagram and had people guess when they thought Banks was going to be born and nobody guessed October the 6th. Not one person. I think I, think you I guessed, guessed the 5th. So you were the closest, I think. That's right. Had a lot of people guess <laughs> after his due date. And I was like, don't yeah. speak that over my life. mm <laughs> No, <laughs> don't speak that over my life. But he, I think it's kind of like a. I, I don't know if this will happen with all of our kids, because I think we're going to have at least one more after this. But Elliot was born 30 at 39 weeks, and this baby was born at 39 weeks. And so I feel like that's just going to be how it's going to be with all of our kids they are all going to be born at 39 weeks. And so I will share a little bit of the story because I know I love to hear like birth stories, mm-hmm. like engagement stories. Like I love hearing all of that. Yeah. And so um, let's start off with October the 5th. OK, so the <laughs> day that Anna guessed that Banks was going to be born.
1: I do feel like the week leading up is pretty crucial to the story.
0: Yes. So the week leading up, I'm the first half. I actually was like, I don't. Know if this baby is gonna come. I had zero, I was zero pain. It was almost like all the uncomfortable, uncomfortableness that I had been feeling had like left my body. And so I was a little discouraged because I was like, wait, I was just feeling so uncomfortable and now I'm like feeling nothing at all. And so I was like, okay, like watch me go to my due date or like after my due date. That's what I was kind of like thinking. And then I had gone to the doctor on October the 4th and she was kind of like, yeah, like don't, don't know, you know, if the baby's going to come, like it didn't really kind of like seem like the baby was going to come anytime soon. So October 5th, 24 hours later, not even 24 hours later, I woke up at, um, I woke up around 2 a.m. On October the 5th, and I was in so much pain. And the exact same thing happened when I went into labor with Elliot. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was in so much pain. And I kind of just like labored at the house for a little bit until I woke Andrew up because I just wanted to make sure it was like the real deal. So the exact same thing happened. I wake up at 2 a.m., excruciating pain, or so I thought it was excruciating, you know, like drama. I'm just a little dramatic. So. (laughs) (laughs) in the moment i was like i'm in a lot of pain and so i waited about an hour and then i woke andrew up and he got up and we were just kind of like trying to figure out if this was the real deal i'm sitting there like timing my contractions and they're pretty consistent and so andrew was like you know what let's just go to the hospital and see and i was like you're right like we should go because they were getting they were like pretty close together and with your second they always say your second baby comes faster Mm -hmm. so i was like okay like i don't want us to just keep waiting around at the house and then (laughs) it just i'm just like get there so we just need to go to the hospital and just see so we call andrew's mom and she comes down because of course elliot's asleep at the house and we get to the hospital around 4 a.m well on the way to the hospital of course all of my contractions stop it's like i get in the car (laughs) and it's like you know what? You're not going to be in labor anymore. And so That's we're almost the worst. The worst. You we're like, almost the all hard. your stuff,
1: got ready, got <laughs> yes, on the bed. Yes. And so
0: we get to the hospital and I tell Andrew, I'm like, I'm a little embarrassed. And he's like, well, we're still going to go in and just get you checked because yeah. I still was like. I was still in pain. I was still very, like, uncomfortable and having contractions. They were just, like, really far out, like, spaced out. So we go in. They check us into triage. They hook me up on the little monitor to, like, track my contractions. And we're literally there from 4 a.m. until, like, noon. They kept me there, like, for a long time just to, like, see if I would progress. And at noon, they're just like, my doctor comes in and he's like, sorry, girly, but... (laughs) You're going. It home. ain't happening. You're going home. You're not an active labor. It might oh, be like so early exhausting. labor, but it's not active. And I was like, I feel so miserable. And when we left, I just felt awful. I felt so mm-hmm. bad. We got home and I went, st- I got straight into the bed and I did not leave the bed all day on Thursday and just in bed all day. And then Andrew went and got dinner. I didn't even want to eat dinner and That was a big mistake. I should have forced myself to eat dinner because sure enough, um, go to bed, wake up at 11 p.m. Literally, I'd slept for like two hours. I like went to bed at nine, woke up at 11. And I was like, oh, no, I thought I was in excruciating pain last night. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, girly, you were not. (laughs) Because oh, this right here, <laughs> this right here is excruciating pain. So I like immediately woke Andrew up and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I really hope, <laughs> I really hope this is the real deal because here we go again. At this point, it's like we haven't slept in like 24 hours. Yeah, At this you're point, exhausted already. Just ex- starting
1: the process, you're tired. Exactly.
0: Exhausted because I didn't sleep the night before. I hadn't eaten. So nothing in my stomach. And I wake Andrew up and I'm like, pretty sure this is the real deal and he could like sense it he could like see it on my face he could see how like my body language and just like how each contraction like how was responding to it and he was like mm. okay i we th- we need to go to the hospital yeah so of course we like call andrew's mom again like hey <laughs> we're going to the hospital again and she comes down and she looks at me and she's like you're having a baby today and i was like yes really
1: i, I didn't know that yeah
0: she was like you're having a baby today and i was like why yes, do you I
1: think Why could they tell a difference in this and the night before?
0: The night before, it was just way different pain, pain levels. So like when I woke up on October the 6th, it was just, I can't explain the pain, but every time I had a (laughs) contraction, I couldn't even like speak. I guess they could just tell like, this is the real deal. And so we arrived at the hospital around like 2.30 a.m. on October the 6th. And um, as soon as I get in, they hook me up and they're looking at my contractions. And at this point, my contractions are so strong. They're like going off of the scale, like off of the page. Like you couldn't even like oh, see the peak of how intense they were. Did you think you were super far <laughs> along
1: at that point?
0: Um whenever i first got there i was actually only two centimeters um and i was like oh my goodness are you serious like this is crazy i feel like i'm just i was two centimeters dilated and i was like i just feel like i'm should be so further along than that especially seeing how intense my contractions were but they Mm -hmm. were every like three to four minutes apart so i wasn't even really getting like much of a break between each one and um they didn't even keep me in triage very long. I think I was in there for like 30 minutes and they're like, yeah, girl, you're having a baby today. And they, with Elliot, they actually put me in a wheelchair and and um, brought me to my labor and delivery room. But because I was in so much pain, they literally just wheeled my entire bed. Because <laughs> I, like, I did didn't not... even want to move. They wheeled my entire bed to my labor and delivery room. And then once we got there, they like... <laughs> help me get into the other bed. I love this service. <laughs> they were just going the extra mile, so I didn't have to like move. And so by like 3.30, I was already in my labor and delivery room. I was waiting on my epidural because y'all listen, my the pain tolerance for me, I have the lowest pain tolerance of anybody <laughs> that I know in my entire <laughs> life. And so I am like, I'm definitely a pro epidural girly. I give me the epidural. I don't want to feel this. Okay. I just want to have like a peaceful, <laughs> peaceful day of laboring. And, um, and so I'm sitting there waiting for my anesthesiologist and it felt like years. I, it was so funny. I was telling somebody this story and they were like, I feel like that's like kind of like girl math because like when I was telling the story, I was like, am I exaggerating some of this? I don't know. I probably am. It felt like, I waited like five hours for this man to come and give me my epidural.
1: <laughs> I feel like that is common though. Every time I hear someone, yeah, it took him forever to get to me, like the epidural, is there one epidural guy for the whole hospital? <laughs>
0: like, no, why but does it listen. It's them so okay. long. So you're like in ha- the
1: worst pain of your life and they're just silly exactly. dallying in the hallway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, can you step it up? Oh What's gosh. crazy is that an epidural doesn't even take that long to like, get I swear. It. It's like very quick. What's crazy oh, is with Elliot, that was like my biggest fear was the epidural, even though I knew I wanted it. That's the thing I was most scared of. And then once I got it the first time, I was like, it's actually really not that bad not at bad. all. Not bad. Yeah. And it's like very, very quick, like in and out. Like it takes mm-hmm. quicker than you think, even though you're like, okay, I'm, this is a pretty intense thing, but it's like in and out. But what happens is they draw your blood. So in order to get an epidural, you have to have like a good platelet count. And so they have to draw your blood and send it to the lab. And so you're waiting for the lab. They couldn't do this before the moment of pain? So my sweet nurse, I just have to give her a shout out. She doesn't listen to this. Her name is Melody. (laughs) (laughs) Melody. Um, I'm just
1: trying to figure out why they can't draw your blood like early on in pregnancy. Why does it have to be like the moment of
0: intensity exactly i have no idea so they draw my blood my sweet nurse melody i'm like melody is just like calling she's just calling up to the lab like every five minutes for me she's like hey um have you gotten her platelet count and like she like kept calling for me i love that girl that's right melody yeah melody is the queen of this story okay i love that girl (laughs) what's funny is the hospital calls you like a couple days after pregnant after you deliver And the girl who called me was like, hey, like, how was your experience? Like, kind of just like surveying, like, how they did or whatever. And at the end, she was like, are there any, like, nurses or anybody that you want to, like, give a shout out to? And I was (gasps) like, yeah, Queen Melody. (laughs) Yes. Immediately. (laughs) She was everything. She was everything for me. And... um. So, anyways, finally, the anesthesiologist comes and gives me my epidural, and I'm feeling really good at that point. I'm like, Andrew, go to the car and get me my makeup bag. It's time. (laughs) (laughs) I I just need to pound this face a little bit. It's not even 5 a.m. Just like a slight, like, you know. So, yeah, actually, that's what he said. He said, can you, like, take a nap? Like, can we, like, take a nap before you need to, like, do your makeup? And I was like, no, sir, you're going to go and get my makeup bag. Oh, my god. And I'm going to do my makeup. And so he goes and gets my makeup bag. I do my makeup. just I like love a that light. that's one of your top concerns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything crazy. Just, like, some light concealer, you know, like, some waterproof yeah. mascara. Just, like, of course, something where I didn't look, like, completely like I'd been up for 24 hours in excruciating yeah. pain. Yeah, yeah. It probably and, just made you um, feel better. Yeah, it made me feel better, which the epidural did wonders for me.
1: Is it the same philosophy, like... When my hair is washed and I have good makeup and a good outfit, I just have a better day. I'm just yes, more productive.
0: Yes, I like I just had like a, I just had a better attitude. You know, I was like, you know, <laughs> not that I didn't, but I was like, I can do this now. Like without my makeup done, I was like, mm. I just am a nicer person when
1: I feel pretty.
0: Exactly. And so it's like I just need which so so I was just thankful. Like you ain't got my makeup bag. I did like some light makeup, and I just felt better about my day. And then I did like kind of shame. Then I kind of napped a little bit. I will say um, by 10 a.m. She had like been putting me in all these like flipping me and all this like they do that. They like flip you with this like peanut ball to like get you to um, dilate faster or whatever. And it definitely worked by 10 a.m. She told me that I was complete and she said, we're about to start pushing. And I oh my was like, gosh. what? And I was That's like, so awesome. I was not expecting that at all. What's so funny is right before she checked, me and Andrew were like, let's take, let's take guesses. And I was like, Andrew was like, I think you're probably going to only be a four centimeters. And I was like, I think five centimeters. And then she yeah. checked and she was like, you're complete. We're about to start <gasps> pushing. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like was not expecting That's crazy. that at all. And so by like 1030 is when I started to push. Now, if you've listened to some of these episodes prior when I've talked about my pregnancy, then you know that I um, was believing for a back for this um, delivery because with my first, like I had an emergency C-section. And so I was just really believing for a V-back. That's just something, nothing against my C-section. I still will say that that was a dream delivery because I delivered my sweet Elliot James and he was a healthy baby and that's what needed to happen. Right. And honestly, like it was just something that I wanted to try and try to see if I could experience having a V-back. And so we just believed that. Everything would work out for that to happen and that it would. But but in my heart, I knew that, you know, if that's not what happens, I was going to be totally OK with it. Of course. And yeah. so I went into it, like, regardless of how this baby's born, totally fine. But I'm going to try. Like, that mm-hmm. was my whole outlook of I was like, I'm going to try to do this. And um, and so it's kind of exciting to hear because with Elliot, I never even got to the point of them saying, like, OK, we're going to start pushing and yeah. so to hear the nurse say that, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, Here this go. I think this is going to happen. Like, I <laughs> think so exciting. I think this is actually going to happen. Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And so um, started pushing around 1030 and um, probably an hour later, <laughs> still no baby. <laughs> and they told me that they were going to um, they they said, I think your epidural is working a little bit too good so we're gonna (laughs) because you
1: correct me if I'm wrong you couldn't feel the like your tightening of your muscles like the contraction so you just didn't know when to tense up and push exactly I okay
0: felt absolutely nothing like it was Mm -hmm. it was actually almost like worked against you yeah, yeah it was actually a very bizarre feeling to be honest and I was curious if I was like supposed to feel that way because with the my epidural with elliot i definitely could still i didn't feel pain but i could still feel like um pressure of contractions just Mm -hmm. not pain and so it was interesting that like i couldn't feel anything and so the nurse was like okay listen we're gonna turn off your epidural but only for like a little bit just enough time to just like a little bit of it to wear off so that way you can feel the pressure but you're not going to feel pain And she told me. Famous last words. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And so she did. And I guess I'm just really sensitive. I guess I'm just really sensitive because that thing had not been turned off at all. And I looked up and I was like, I feel pain. And I said, I can move my legs. I could I could move my legs. I could feel everything. And I was like, and I started honestly to panic a little bit because I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I am. The feeling all came back right away. Yeah. Like, very quickly. And I was like, no, 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 no. I I want an epidural. Like, I don't want to feel this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is not the plan. Like, I know I told you that there wasn't a plan. Well, this there is a plan and the plan is to not feel this. Yeah. And um and so she was like, okay, we'll turn it back on. And so they turned it back on. And I mean, nothing against Melody. I mean, to be honest, it's like that's out of her control. Like that was my body sure. and how it affected me. And um so she turned it back on and she called the anesthesiologist in to, you know, readminister like some medicine to help me. And he did and it none of it was working. Like nothing. Oh my it was almost like my body just decided, like, we're just, we're not going to accept that anymore. <gasps> and I was like, oh my goodness. And I was starting to get like a little like w- anxious about it because I don't handle pain well. And yeah. the nurse was like, okay, we well, you were keep.
1: feeling good. And then you get to this moment where it's supposed to be the most pain.
0: And here you are. Yeah. Like, it's being taken exactly. from you. <laughs> exactly. And so she's like, and she was just so sweet to me, and she was like, "Listen, you can do hard things. You can do this, Labella. We have to push." And I was like, "I, I don't." I was like, "No." Amen. <laughs> I was like, "No." And she's like, "She was like, listen, girls do this every single day." And she was like, "You can do hard things. We're gonna do this." And Andrew's like, "You can do this. Like, and you're gonna do this. Like, we're gonna do this." And I was like, like "You have no choice, basically." <sighs> and I didn't. Like, I and honestly, it's like it just pushed me. It almost just like. Pushed me to do something I never thought that I could do. Um, not saying that with my next I won't <laughs> mm. <laughs> I will still ask for the epidural, but um, I will I do have to say that my doctor ended up coming in. And at this point I'm in like the third hour. So the last hour, um, I actually pushed for three hours, crazy enough. Um, oh. the last hour I felt everything. Um Were you crying um, or like
1: screaming? What was your like <laughs>
0: Who who were you? Were you
1: silent through the pain? Were, no. Were you talking a lot?
0: No. I was talking a lot. I definitely had to like talk through it. Like I almost were talked you just through like kind of breathing, feeling? saying, "Like I can do this. I can do this." Or were we? No. Like, Get this pain No. I wish. <laughs> like, I wish. To be honest, I wish that was me. I wish I was the peaceful. I wasn't. I at one point I actually said I'm embarrassed because I know people can hear me. <laughs> okay, you were loud. <laughs> yeah, I was loud. But I definitely had to like talk through it. So I feel like everything that I was feeling in my body, I was like verbalizing it. And yeah, so the, last, the last little bit, like the actual doctor comes in and the this doctor actually was the doctor that delivered Elliot too. And she knew she knew that I wanted to be back. And she looked at me and she said, we're gonna get this baby out. She's like, I'm awesome. gonna get this baby out like you're going to have a V back today. Like, we're going to do this. Cause I mean, I'm exhausted. Like, I, it had mm-hmm. been, you know, it had been like two and a half, three hours. Like, I'm tired. And she's like, but we're not giving up. Like, we're going to do this. And she was That's like,
1: awesome.
0: and she looks at me and she's like, we're going to play tug of war. And listen, now, <laughs> this doctor, she's like, kind of funny. And so when she said that to me, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? What? Yeah. And she's like, you're going to play tug of war to get this baby out. And I thought she meant, like, you know, you're just going to have to fight. You
1: know, like, I thought she was going sure. to like, yeah. have to fight. We're it's gonna like fight her way of saying, off. like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And then she literally grabs a baby blanket. And I'm like, wait. She gives one side to Melody. And then she gives me the other side. And she said, every single time you have a contraction, I need you to play tug of war with Melody. <laughs> and I said... <sighs> Is this serious? And she said, yeah, and this is how we're going to get this baby out today. And I'm still cracking up about the fact that my son was born because I played tug of war with my Oh, nurse. my gosh. And so, so every single time I had a contraction, Melody was pulling her side as hard as she could. And then I was pulling my side as hard as I could. And that's literally how Banks was I born. I guess that, like... That totally makes sense. I mean, you're contracting, you're using your ab and muscles, you're like you're crunching. It's making okay. So when you're pulling, as if you're playing tug of war, it's actually the muscles in which you're supposed to use in order to deliver a baby. Whoa! It's like the same muscles. Like it's so it's so wild, but it's so funny. And so Banks ended up being born at one forty six p.m. playing Yay. tug of war. Me He's and here. Melody just. Fighting for it, and um I was proud of myself at the end, though I was like, Wow, I never would have thought yeah. that I could have delivered a baby pretty much without you know having some sort of like pain medicine to allow me not to feel it, like I never yeah. thought that that I'm would have so been so proud story. of you. And then the next day, my actual doctor, because he wasn't he wasn't the doctor who was the delivering doctor that day, but he called me. And he called me a warrior woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because Did he also knew this like,
0: he, Yeah, he also knew that like I just don't handle pain well. He knew that I was like all about my epidural. Like he just knows me. And so he's like, Girl, you are a warrior woman. Like, look at you out there just like I delivering agree with a baby. Him. Who cares and I was How, like, what you know method what? you did it you delivered a baby into this world that's a miracle I know I know and so I just I was proud of myself honestly you did even that. though it's like I don't want to ever have to do that ever again but I will have to say this this is what's wild so the reason that Elliot um part of the reason why Elliot had was an emergency C-section is because he's what you would they consider like a sunny side up baby so um Instead of him being, like, facing back, he was, like, facing up. And his head, you know, like, got in a weird position in the birth canal. What's crazy is they didn't know this, but Banks was sunny-side up as well. Um, I can't believe that. That's actually why it took me three hours to deliver him. Yeah. is because babies that um, are sunny-side up. It's just harder. It's just a little bit harder, but it's just wild. I'm like, so are all my kids, (laughs) are all my kids just going to be sunny side up babies? I guess so. Um, Who knows? But what's also crazy is both of my boys were born at the exact same birth weight. (laughs) So Elliot was seven pounds, six ounces, and Banks was seven pounds, six ounces. Banks was just slightly longer than Elliot was. He was 21 inches long and Elliot was like 20 and a quarter inches long. And so they were almost like exactly the same size at birth, which is just wild to me. That is wild. Um, but what's crazy is they look nothing alike. Elliot and Banks <laughs> look nothing alike. I thought that they were going to look so similar just because they're born so close together. Yeah. But it's just the
1: only frame of reference you have, like for y'all's child to be Elliot.
0: Yeah, and so here's I was Banks. thinking
1: they have a totally different
0: shape head. Yeah. So Elliot definitely has my round like round head, like round face. Um Banks has a very narrow and lean face, which El- which Andrew has a very narrow and lean face. Yeah. So he has like Andrew's like head shape, face shape. So I think that's what makes it like so mm-hmm. different. You're like, Who um, is this? <laughs> yeah, but it just makes me wonder. Like, when we look I at him, I can't wait we... to see him what grow he's up, gonna like, look what? like. Yeah,
1: what's he gonna look like? Because you know, the first few weeks, they're almost like, you know, just they're you just infant, tell. they're infant, you can kind right. of tell. But in the
0: next no, few months, me and it's Andrew really gonna be fun. Still, Me and Andrew still look at Banks and we're like, Who do you look like? <laughs> oh, he's so sweet, <laughs> he's so sweet, but like, we have. Zero clue who he looks like. Like, we don't, we don't know. So, I guess we'll see. I feel like within the next like month or two, like he's going to change so much and we may be able to, like, yeah, s- see a little bit more. I actually think that Banks and Elliot have flipped features hmm. because Elliot has some of my features, like his face shape and his nose, and he has e- Andrew's eye shape. And, um, And also, like the fact that Andrew had blonde hair when he was younger. And so, Banks, I think he's like flipped a little bit. I think he actually has my eyes, but he has Andrew's face shape and nose. So, I think his features are flipped. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think he's flipped a little bit, but Banks has like really dark hair. And I'm very curious if it's going to stay brown or if it'll be blonde like Elliot's because it's so dark. Yeah. But honestly, he, he's a good kid. He's like pretty chill. So I wonder if he's gonna be actually our chill kid. He like loves Who to sleep. Knows? He loves to sleep. He will just sleep, 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 and then he'll just wake up. He wants to eat, and then he wants to sleep again. And I know that's like typical newborn life, yeah. But like he isn't. He's just so chill about it. Almost too chill, to be honest. Like sometimes <laughs> I'm like, okay, you actually need to like wake up and eat like yeah without sleeping while you're eating but okay let me
1: ask what all the people want to hear how is elliot meeting him oh how's it been goodness. like
0: brothers talk we, about the first
1: time elliot saw him like when they
0: united oh, in the hospital okay so so how we did it is we decided that we wanted Elliot to meet Banks in the hospital because we knew our family was going to come up there and meet him. And we wanted Elliot to be the first person in our family to meet him because it's his brother. Mm -hmm. And so um, as soon as I delivered, it was probably like 45, 30, 45 minutes after I delivered, um, Andrew went out to the waiting room and got Elliot and brought him into the room to meet him. Oh, wow.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in the waiting room.
0: Yeah, he was in the waiting room when Banks was born. So oh he my was gosh, at, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he was at the hospital, and um, and so brother support. Yeah, and we, like, I got to see him actually right before I started pushing, and so oh, good. Elliot, Elliot came in. Yeah, Elliot came in, and I got to cuddle cuddle him for a little bit, and then he went back out. Literally, I cuddled him from like 10 to 1030. And then right before, like I pushed, like he went back out to the waiting it's Like room, so extra I got your motivation him. for you. <laughs> yeah. So I got to You're like, I get another bit. one of these in a few minutes. I was minutes. like, this is my sweet firstborn.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: And so he came in and we were so curious as to how he was going to react. Like we had talked about you know having a baby brother baby yeah and for a long time when we were out in public every time i saw a baby i made sure to like point out oh that's a baby like you're going to have a baby mm-hmm. and we played with like a little teddy bear and we put the teddy bear in the bassinet and we put the teddy bear in the crib and we put the teddy bear in the baby swing and we tried really hard to just like get him Preparing. ready to yeah. be a brother But we were unsure of how he was actually going to respond because he's so young. Like, we're like, I don't even know if he's going to fully grasp it. And he shocked us. Really? First of all, we never called Banks Bubba. Like, we didn't. We always (laughs) called him brother. But the second he walked into that room, he pointed. I was holding Banks in my arms and he pointed and he said, Bubba.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And I don't know if it's cuz he can't say brother and so bubba Probably. just comes out. But you know, and then Andrew put him in the bed with us and he was just so enamored. And he was oh, like so kissing him and like laying his head on him and um I don't Elliot is like loves to sing. He <laughs> literally has a song in his heart all day long. He hums Wheels on the bus. He hums um, a tractor song that he knows. Um, he hums Old McDonald Had a Farm. He is humming, singing a song all day long. And he sat there and sang Old McDonald to his brother. And it That's was so, just so sweet. Um, That's and hilarious. now like being home, me and Andrew laugh because we're almost like he loves his brother maybe like a little too much. Like he's oh very gosh. enamored with him. Like, every waking second, he wants to be, like, right up on his brother. He wants to hold him. And if you let him hold him, like, when you're trying to take Banks away, like, he gets very upset. Like, he doesn't but want you to take brother. him away. Yeah, he's like, this is my baby. When people come over to the house to meet him, he's like, buh, ba buh. But, like, he wants to, like, <sighs> introduce them to his brother. So and he's just very enamored. He may have accidentally hit Banks in the face one time. <laughs> But it was actually more because he was like very excited because yeah. Banks woke up. And if Banks opens his eyes and like looks at Elliot, Elliot is just like, he's like, this is the best thing that could ever happen to him. Like That's he gets so, so excited sweet. and he starts like squealing. Like he thinks it's like so funny when his brother opens his eyes and looks <laughs> at him. So cute. And so I'm like, Elliot, I just know it's going to be the best big brother. Mm-hmm. Like he already is the best big brother. And I literally every single day tell Andrew, I'm like, I think us giving Elliot a brother was like the best gift that we'll ever give Elliot. Like the way that he has responded to him. It's like, this is everything to him. And I think he was just, he was just made to be a brother and I'm obsessed. I love their little brotherhood. I'm like, everything that they do. I'm like, this is so sweet.
1: (laughs) Y'all love each other so much.
0: (laughs) Like, I think Banks might be a little like (laughs) (laughs) terrified. Half the time, Banks' eyeballs are, like, wide open, like, what's going That's on here? so cute.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> um, my gosh. But yeah, we're getting family pictures taken on Saturday, so I'm really excited about that. The world is
1: ready to see that. But hope y'all love f-
0: my birth story. Um, we did.
1: I loved it. It was my second time hearing it, and I yep. could hear it a third. It's so interesting to me and fascinating, and you are amazing. Like, you did Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> I did that. I'm so impressed, so proud, so in awe. Like, you're amazing. Um I should I have texted
0: you, you and been like, I did a lot of hard things today. You'd be proud. Brave you I was so brave today.
1: <laughs> your first text to me, because Nicole, I don't know if y'all know this. She texts during labor. <laughs> I'm just bored. Just. Like, I did not have to go to Andrew for updates. I got them from Nicole herself, the person who literally is in active labor. Um, But it was fun. It was very immersive
0: for me. I felt like I was in the room. I think at one Um, point I, like, just took a picture of, like, from, like, my arm having the IV, and I was like, it's happening.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was, like, at 3 a.m., like, maybe an hour after I, I need to go look at the timestamp, but whenever you had him and you just, all you said was like, I did it. I did it, <laughs> Anna, or something. And I knew instantly what you were saying. Like, I was like, she had a V back. Like, she did it. I this did is it. her dream. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear. Her. Um, I'm like, I've just been, oh. In awe. I got to meet Banks. Zach and I went to the beach for our anniversary. And so it was perfect because Birmingham is on the way home. So we got to it stop. It literally was like perfect timing. Oh, it was so perfect. <laughs> we met him eight days after he was born. So got to cuddle him and hold him and watch Elliot with him and hug Nicole. It was just, it was so fun. It was the perfect little stop by to see him. Um, and he's very, very sweet. I, I, I don't know if you wanted to talk about it, but how, how have you been? Like, postpartum, two under two, sleepless nights. Like, how have you been doing?
0: Definitely sleepless nights. And those can really get to you, honestly. (laughs) I'm sure Um, they can. It's definitely worth it. I will say, for me personally, I love my sleep. So I would say, like, that's probably the hardest Mm -hmm. thing for me in those, like, you know, first, like, month or two, the newborn phase of, like, no sleep. I would say that's probably, like, the hardest part for me about the whole newborn phase is just like lack of sleep but I feel like at some point I remember this with Elliot like your body just kind of like gets used to it yeah. <laughs> in a way so I'm just waiting it still hasn't like fully gone there yet so I'm just waiting for it to like click like this is our new normal for a while yeah so I would say that I'm thankful because I haven't felt, like, overwhelmed when it comes to, like, having two kids now. I think it's wild that I'm like, wow, I'm a mom of two. Yeah. Like, the other day I put them both in the car because I was like, I'm just going to go th- through the Starbucks drive through like, just to, like... Get out. Get out. But, like, I'm not ready to, like, go to Target. <laughs> You did with Andrew. I went with Andrew, but I'm not ready to go by myself. Like, I'm not ready yeah. to, like, go and do a trip with, like, two well, kids under with two with Elliot, yet.
1: like, running around, walking around, grabbing stuff, he's in that phase where he's just exploring yes. anything and everything. So you just have to
0: be very hands-on with him. Which I can put him in the cart, but he doesn't love the cart. I was about to just say, he probably, probably going be... to be. out. Right. So it's just going to be a lot. And I know eventually I'll get there. But like right now, I'm like, okay, yeah, like we can just take little Starbucks trips. There you go. Go to the drive start. through for now. Like maybe we can like go to the park and I can like wear banks, you know, like mm-hmm. little thing, like little steps. But like being at home with both of them hasn't been like, I would say like, honestly, like the only hard part is just the lack of sleep for me. Like yeah. Other than that, I'm like. Okay, like we can do this. Like we can You're do amazing. this. Like they don't stay this small forever. And yeah. it's so crazy. Like, and I remember this with Elliot and I have to remember this with Banks too. And it's so true that like the days are long, mm-hmm. but like the years are so short. Like it's going to fly by and it's going to be Banks's one year birthday before I know it. And I'm going to look back and be like, I thought these days and nights were so long, but <laughs> you know. You all have an almost two year old too, you
1: know? Right. Like, That happened so fast with Exactly. So here you go. Today's Good Mood story is from a really sweet post that was shared on Facebook more than 300,000 times. And it's just a mom's perspective. I believe it's a mother. Her name's Shelby from Wisconsin. I wanted to read it because I thought in light of today's episode, it's just a sweet nod to all the moms of the world. She says this morning while at the park, I noticed the mom playing catch with her toddler as she swayed back and forth, patting the tush of the newborn tightly against her chest. A while later, I glanced up to see her approach me. She shrugged her shoulders and quietly said, I'm embarrassed to even ask, but do you happen to have sunscreen that we can use? As if she was somehow ashamed that she forgot to pack sunscreen today. Dear fellow moms, please ask me if I have sunscreen. Ask if I have baby wipes, diapers, or even extra snacks. Ask me if your toddler can sit down and play with us while you find a shady bench to nurse your newborn. Hand me your phone. Ask me to take a picture of you with your sweet babies. We all know moms are not in enough photos. Ask for help. Ask for love. Ask for anything. Even though we're strangers, please ask me. It's not easy being responsible for little humans, but it's easier if we help each other out. We're all in this together. Thought it was so sweet. Well, thank you for listening today. Um, it feels good to be back. and yes. hopefully this story inspired you. Maybe you're pregnant or <laughs> a mom or want to be one one day or just like um, to listen
0: to your yeah, story. Or just
1: love a good mo- story. Um, I'm in that boat for sure. And you probably hear
0: Banks crying
1: in the background. Yeah, Nicole needs to go. So we're (laughs) wrapping this up very quick. (laughs) Um, But thank you for listening. And we hope you have a A good good Tuesday. Tuesday.